I'm Michael Howie, and this is Defender Radio, the podcast for wildlife advocates and animal lovers, brought to you by the Fur Bears. If you follow me on social media, you'll know that last week my dog JJ required emergency surgery for a critical and unpredictable ailment. Fortunately, I had been taught how to identify this deadly illness and was able to get her to the Mississauga Oakville Emergency Veterinary Hospital in time. Surgery was performed at around 2 a.m. Friday morning, and JJ was declared fit to come home and recover Saturday afternoon. This week, we're going to do something a bit different as a result of that. I'm going to tell you about bloat, what it is, how to identify it, and some simple measures you can take to reduce the risks to your pets. Now, I'm clearly not a veterinarian and have absolutely no training in any medical field. If you suspect your pet is ill, please immediately contact a professional. Much of the following information comes from PetMD.com. Links are provided in show notes and the podcast blog. Gastric dilatation and volvulus, or GDV, is the actual medical name of what many call bloat in dogs. In the most basic of terms, it's when the stomach twists and fills with gas. The stomach then becomes distended, swollen from the inside due to pressure. This can put pressure on the diaphragm, causing breathing issues and cut off blood return to the heart. Significantly, the pressure can cause stomach tissues to begin dying, and the spleen can also rotate, resulting in damage to those tissues as well. Without treatment, bloat is a deadly ailment. And although veterinarians know much about the condition once it has occurred, there is still a lack of consensus on a single cause or set of circumstances leading to bloat. However, according to one expert interviewed by PetMD.com, bloat most commonly affects larger or giant breed dogs, more often male than female, and middle-aged dogs, as well as dogs who have a history of drinking or eating a large volume and then being active. As you may know, JJ is a female dog, middle-aged, and a largish breed mix of Labrador and German Shepherd. She is fond of eating quickly and drinking excessive amounts of water. Many of the boxes ticked for being at risk of bloat. This is one of the two important parts now, how to identify bloat. Again, there is no clear set of rules on what causes bloat, so being aware of these symptoms can give you the heads up you need to get your pet to a veterinarian if necessary. Commonly, bloat is recognized by a swollen or distended stomach, with drooling, panting, and pacing or walking around. Sounds of discomfort can add to this. What drove me into getting JJ to the vet right away, though, was those symptoms accompanied by unsuccessful vomiting and vomiting white foam. This isn't a wait-and-see condition like some others, and there are no home remedies. Get your dog to a vet immediately or call an emergency veterinary hospital for advice post-haste. Bloat is treated surgically with a manual untwisting of the stomach called a gastropexy. Following this, and as in JJ's case with no other issues involving the spleen or necrosis of the tissues, the stomach is pinned to the side to prevent it from twisting again. The longer a dog is bloated, the greater the risk of the surgery being unsuccessful and ultimately lethal for the patient. 
I was fortunate that my mom was watching JJ for me and recognized something was wrong, contacted me, and that I was able to get her to an emergency clinic. The other big message I want to get across is prevention. As I've said, there is no clear or singular cause for bloat, simply a series of risk factors. Mitigating those risks is the key. Generally, from what I've read from PetMD.com and other sources, you want to give your dog smaller, more frequent meals. Avoid dry kibble. Do not feed from an elevated bowl. Avoid or reduce stress around feeding time. And slow down the speed of eating. Since Friday, I've purchased a slow feeder bowl for JJ and will be dampening her kibble once she resumes her regular diet. If you're able, I'd also personally recommend some form of pet insurance or special savings in case an emergency like this arises. The cost of JJ's surgery and her follow-up medical care with our regular vet will be around $5,000. JJ sailed through her surgery like a champ. She got in just under the wire so there was no damage to her stomach tissues or spleen, and, given the Labrador and her heritage, she started eating again after the surgery, which apparently is a good sign. Today, she's comfortable with pain medications and antibiotics. She's wearing one of my old beer shirts to cover the incision site, and annoyed with me since I won't take her for walks or let her eat big meals right now. She's also currently sitting and judging me, and you'll hear me asking her to help me unsuccessfully in an outtake that will be out on social media this week. We have received a truly overwhelming amount of support as well. From the moment I got to the vet clinic Thursday night, I had numerous friends and my family texting me to check in while I waited for updates from the vet. Following that, my good friend Sean, who you may know from the improvised comedy podcast I'm in called The End of Time and Other Bothers, set up a fundraiser for friends and others to contribute to, helping cover many of the costs. It has been an emotional roller coaster that's jumped on and off the tracks a few times, to say the least. To everyone who has helped in all the many ways that have been so generous, thank you. I hope that you'll never have to deal with an emergency such as this, but having a basic understanding of the symptoms of bloat helped keep my JJ with me last week. Please take a moment to review the symptoms on the PetMD.com link I'll share with this episode, and give your furry family members a big cuddle from me and JJ. Defender Radio will resume regular interviews and new episodes beginning next week. Until next time, I'm Michael Howie for Defender Radio, reminding you to stay informed and stay strong. Defender Radio.